You are now tuned in to the Midnight Genius Hour. Uncovering lost and hidden gems, whether it's discounted news stories, sounding off on new music, or ripping tales waiting to be passionately discussed. Catch it all with the Resident Geniuses. What's up, world? Welcome to the fourth, yes, sir, the fourth episode of our second season of the Midnight Genius Hour podcast. You got your boy Nick here, as always, and I'm with my trusted companion, Mr. Brian. How you doing, man? What's up, everybody? Doing good, staying safe, staying distant still. How you doing tonight? Yeah, man. As always, we hope everybody is out there doing good um, and also especially staying warm. As we all know, a huge winter storm hit the U.S. and specifically our home state of Texas. Um, We're definitely going to get into that a little later, but kind of wanted to talk about our new show, man. Um, All I got to say is pack your bags, genius heads, because we're going to go in traveling. It's a pandemic, so uh, we ain't actually boarding a flight and globetrotting. But the beautiful thing about music is it lets you experience other parts of the world with just your ears. We're going to be talking about a variety of world music that we absolutely love, as well as um, new music selections, and we took our sound travels there as well. So all our new music will be foreign tracks. Nothing stateside, y'all. So um, talk to me, Brian. What's some, uh, what's some world music that you've been into in your lifetime? One of the first albums that really introduced me into the world out there outside of a lot of the same kind of music I had been listening to was Buena Vista Social Club. Nice. This was an album made in the late 90s with the uh, idea originally being of combining some musicians from Africa with some musicians from Cuba. Uh, to make a fusion kind of album. Ended up working out that the uh, African musicians couldn't make it, and uh, they ended up recording it with these classic Cuban musicians. Um, What you know about this album, Nick? Um, I I definitely was really, really into it when it it first dropped. At that time, I was kind of 
coming into my whole understanding of uh, world music and uh, you know seeing stuff out of, outside of the US and uh, it was beautiful man and I know um, a a cat named Ry Cooter is that his name he had a, a hand in that an American kind of guitarist folk singer right he definitely was uh, the one that organized got everything together he had his own career and this is still from my opinion the best thing they ever did just got all these classic musicians that were mostly doing odd jobs now together uh, musicians uh, by the name of Ibrahim Ferrer Compay Segundo the actual band leader Juan de Marcos Gonzalez the pianist Ruben Gonzalez and these were musicians that were in their 60s, 70s, 80s some of them I remember that uh, the pianist wasn't even didn't even own a piano by the time they contacted him he didn't have his own instrument uh, Ibrahim Ferrer he was a uh, I think shining shoes. He was just, just some. He he was even like a lot of them were wondering, does anyone even listen to this kind of music anymore? Does anyone even want to hear these boleros? Uh, they called it uh, the style was a uh, Cuban son, which is a fusion of Cuban and African sounds. But when you listen to it, it's nothing but warmness and just a, a beautiful. Uh, I guess you could call it the culmination of their lives played out on this uh, album of music that later got turned into a documentary. They got to tour in the U.S. for a little bit. They made a live album that came out, I think, a decade after this album where they recorded at Carnegie Hall. And so they got to have a little bit of time in, in the limelight, so to say. But for me... It's still a classic album and one that nothing else that sounds like it, in my opinion. So I'm going to pick. Really? This. So you were saying that some of these cats were, you know, longtime musicians, but late in life, like they weren't even really, you know, uh, in a position to, to be playing the, the, you know, the great music that they were capable of doing. Shoe shining and not even owning a piano. That's crazy. Yeah. These people that. Yeah, exactly. They were just. uh they were just they had just like like the way to describe them in interviews is um, musicians and artists that had just fallen through the cracks and some of these people hadn't even heard from them in so many years and they got them all together one time to come out together and and yeah they went out and and performed music that they thought no one would really be interested in and obviously yeah and i think that's that's like to me one of the beautiful things about their story is that you know, they were older cats and they were, you know, super adept at the music of their country, um, the beautiful music of Cuba. And, you know, they never really got the praise they deserved. And, you know, here comes along some people to, to throw them back together. And, man, not only was it a beautiful album or a beautiful coming together of musicians, but it's like, man, they kind of kind of got their day in the spotlight finally. Yeah, Exactly. Well, let's check out the song here, Candela. Uh, I chose this one because it's uh, another kind of a world uh, genre considered a descarga, or it's basically a Cuban jam session, which basically is inspired off jazz. And uh, obviously, it's got Mr. Ibrahim Ferrer. He also had a 
one or two solo albums after this one that, that I have as well. This has one of the best voices, so let's check that out. And it's uh, off their self-titled album, Buena Vista Social Club.
is the beautiful sounds of Buena Vista Social Club. Check that album out. Easily one of the best albums of the 90s. And all those beautiful musicians that are not with us anymore rest in power. What about you, Nick? What do you want to share with us? Man, so um, looking back at my selections this uh, episode, it's definitely uh, African influential heavy. Um, But I'm going to start off with one of my favorite international artists, Mr. Fela Anikulapu Kuti from Nigeria, man. This cat changed my world when I discovered him. Um, One of the most beautiful things about him is... You know, the way that black music has traveled from his homeland in Nigeria and, you know, the the whole continent of Africa, for that matter. Um, Because of the legacy of slavery, it was brought to, you know, the the new world, which we're talking about Cuba. We're talking about the the Bahamas and and all that part, as well as um, South, Central and North America. And that African music fused with all types of other different world music and black music, you know, in this country became some of the most dynamic sounds the planet ever heard. We talked about jazz and funk and soul and all of a sudden it makes its way all the way back to Africa and Mr. Fella decides to um, fuse all these new sounds of the African diaspora with his traditional Nigerian um, Yoruba kind of sounds. And in doing so, he creates the beautiful, most amazing form of music that we call Afrobeat now. Literally, a creator of an entire genre of music. Um, I want to say I got turned on to him by so many ways that I've got turned on to music, and that's through the beautiful art of hip-hop and its uses of samples. And I was racking my brain. I was trying to figure out last minute, you know, what sample it was. I want to say it was a Talib or a most deaf sample that led me to uh, Mr. Fella. But either way, sometime in, I would say, like 2002, 2003, I started discovering his music. And whoa, you got to buckle up when you listen to Fella, man. Uh, the biggest things, like I said, about his music is it is. Um, a combination of all these amalgamations of, of, of black music, whether it's a traditional, like I say, Yoruba kind of um, intricate beat patterns to the uh, drumming of, you know, Ginger Baker that he used for his band that was just so jazz centric and funky um, horn sections. The man himself played a uh, saxophone. He was actually classically trained, I believe, in uh, in the UK, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, we got to get in the research department on that. But um, amazing, amazing artist. Um, I know you want to probably chime in a little bit about Fella, man. What do you uh, What do you got to say about Mr. Fella? Yeah, you put it so beautifully, man. Honestly, uh, just to uh, to touch on the song, I-, I think you're thinking of the most deaf uh, "Fear Not of Man" um, yes. Black on from Black on Both Sides. God, you know me, man. You know that's hey. I know that album. Genius heads. I love Genius that heads. Album. This is why we're homies for life. 
I totally uh, once once you said once you mentioned that it's either one of those two artists, I, I just had to think yeah, it's got to be Mosta or uh, Yasin Bey. But he is uh, definitely like you said. I mean, how 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 much more legend does it get than being a creator of a genre by taking together all these beautiful uh, just sounds from his Lagos local area the uh, stories of uh, playing late at night in the there at what what did he call his club the shrine I think yeah he uh, yeah he's uh, definitely someone that is responsible for influencing a lot of artists and all over the world his reach is is definitely boundless so great choice man so uh, one thing I didn't mention is a big part of his legacy is his fight for equality, for freedom, for justice. Um, Nigeria in the time of, of, uh, of Fela was, uh, was going through tons of dictatorships, man. Uh, military coups going on left and right. Uh, so most of the time that he lived in his homeland and he was famous and wealthy enough that he, he could have left and, and done music elsewhere. But no, he chose to stay in Nigeria and to vocally and in many times physically uh, confront the fascist governments that were in power at the time. And to me, that is the most noble thing you can do. And to do it funkily and to do it in the Afrocentric way that Fela did, unabashed, I mean, God, it was just a, a, a beauty to, to, to listen to his music, I can imagine. Um, so the song I want to talk about is uh, Zombie, and he's talking about the dictatorship and the military governments and all the soldiers who were basically zombies, man. And he says, you know, a zombie can't do anything unless you tell it to. A zombie won't do this unless you tell it to. And, uh, you know, he's sitting there talking trash to all these uh, soldiers who are Nigerians themselves, who have families that they're trying to feed and raise and stuff. And he's talking shit that, man, all these fucking soldiers are doing, they're taking orders mindlessly, um, cowardly, you know? Um, so, yeah, man, let's check out Mr. Fala and Nikolapukuti with Zombie. Zombie, oh, zombie. Go unless you tell him to go. Zombie, zombie, not go stop unless you tell him to stop. Zombie, zombie, not go turn unless you tell him to turn. Zombie, zombie, not go think unless you tell him to think. Zombie, oh zombie, 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 oh zombie, zombie, not go go unless you tell him to go. Zombie, not go stop unless you tell him to stop. Zombie, not go turn unless you tell him to turn. Zombie, zombie, not go think unless you tell him to think. Zombie, yo, zombie. Zombie, yo, zombie. Tell him to go straight. Na joro, jara joro. No break, no jam, no sense. Na joro, jara joro. All right, man. So that's our first segment of our, you know, favorite international 
um, artists that we uh, we love and have looked up to. Um, as you know, we said we're going to keep the whole new music selection foreign as well. And I couldn't not mention these guys because they are exactly the lineage of what I was just talking about. But um, the son and grandson of Mr. Kuti him, themselves, um, Femi, and his son, which is Fela's grandson, Made Kuti, um, both amazing artists in their own right. They both released um, individual albums, but they decided to, you know, match them up together, and they uh, they call this uh, album joint album Legacy Plus. And uh, the track I want to play off of that is uh, entitled Privatization. And the reason why I chose that track, not just because it's funky, but again, when you're fighting the powers that be, these guys are talking about privatization of resources in their country and how capitalism and how the powers that be use that as a system to oppress. And if we're going to get into the whole... Um, Texas snowmageddon that was just this February Um, we have to talk about privatization of our resources and a lot of that has to do with all the calamity that happened in this fucking you know poor state Um, but let's hear Femi and his son Made of the name Kuti jam out on the track privatization off the album Legacy man funky stuff man i did a lot of uh afrobeat just right there brian talk to me man let's talk about some new music what you got for the genius heads yeah i've been uh, checking out that album since uh yesterday actually uh some of my favorite tracks on that one are the are blood by uh made and also stop the hate stop the hate yeah i was gonna pick that one but decided on privatization because like i said man they're speaking to exactly what our state just literally went through man um yeah all these resources that 
are should be for the people, but no, they're 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 captured by these private entities that do with them what they see fit, and apparently what they see fit with them is failure. Um, my first uh, music choice is uh, gonna be an artist that I believe is also Nigerian, but he is now living. You know, I'm not really sure. I think he might be in London now, but his name is Losh. That's L-O-S-H-H. And he is just released an EP. I believe it's pronounced E-Farada. This is a work that is for the marginalized people in the world, especially those that have been hit hardest by the pandemic. His band mixes reggae, some Afrobeat drums. He's got smoky layers, and he's got really blunt lyrics. There's a lot of lyrics where he talks about how we need to be doing more for black women and standing up for black women. And he's, uh, I read this interesting interview, and he was very honest and said that he uh, couldn't run from what was going on in the world nor in his mind. Oh, this uh, song here is called Filam. And uh, this, uh, yeah, it's by Lost. Check that out.
man, Loesh with the track Felon. That was really funky. I really like that, Brian. And uh, if y'all haven't checked out the video, man, take a gander at that. It's a beautiful video. Um, so yeah, that's our first new music choice. Keeping it uh, international. Um, staying away from the stateside shit. But let's jump into um, our second round of our favorite, most loved um, foreign, foreign music genres and artists um, of all time. And I got to go to uh, a continent I've never been to, but I would love to visit a country, more specifically, South America and Brazil. Goodness gracious, I would love to go visit that country so badly. The, the, the people, the beaches, the jungles, and man, especially the music. You know I got to talk about my boy, Mr. Jorge Ben. Born Jorge Duilio Lima Menezes. Not Menendez, Menezes. Um, yeah, man, this dude is super funky. Um, I never knew the reason why I got into Brazilian music, but it was because of him. And it wasn't even because of him, you know, playing wise. It's crazy, man. He made a track, oh, Mas Que Nada, an amazing track. That was the reason why apparently he got signed um, by Philips um, Records back in the fucking late 60s. But that track, you know, got him fame and, and, and you know, brought him to the world of music. Um, but Sergio Men Mendes um, actually took that track later in the late 70s and turned it into this crazier funky tune. And that got super way more famous. And I heard that track sometime in the early 2000s and was just, you know, fascinated. And as great as Sergio Mendes is, I'm sorry. You're taking a track from a much more talented uh, artist that is Mr. Jorge Ben. Um, throughout his career, man, he, uh, he obviously was in the um, genre of what they called MPB. Musica Popular Brasileira is what they call it. Basically, pop, Brazilian pop music. I mean, at the time, you know, Brazilians were, were experimenting with the jazz and the bossa nova, and they had their traditional sounds in samba. But the new guard, um, which they called it the Novo Guarda, I believe, um, they decided, hey, man, same thing like Fela, let's... Let's let's bring back some of the stuff that's coming, you know, from from America, uh, the jazz, the funk, the soul. And they started, you know, incorporating it with their native sounds. And some were way more, um, what's the word, experimental with uh, their their uh, mashing up of the kind of two sounds. And, you know, some weren't. Jorge Ben, I think, was the perfect medium of the both. Um I know you know a lot about Mr. Ben uh, Brian. What, what do you what you gotta say? I really uh, started getting into some Brazilian music a couple years ago. I got introduced through uh, Mr. Tim Maya. What you think about him? Oh, big fan, man. He is. He takes it way more experimental. Like he is definitely, in my eyes, like the. Um, the Isaac Hayes of, of Brazil, you know, like the super soulful or the Barry, 
uh, the Barry White of Brazil, you know, like super soulful, you know, big fan. I always think that uh, Mr. Ben is a little bit more of a, like a classically leaning towards jazz, uh, Brazilian style, and Maya is a little bit more fun, uh, funk heavy. But mm -hmm. uh, I agree. Great music, and especially the albums that he made during the 70s. He had hit after hit after hit. He kind of reminds me of this other Brazilian artist that I uh, also uh, really got into, uh, Ant uh, Antonio Carlos Hobim. Except yeah, his man, music great. is you know, more, definitely more traditional more and instrumental, jazzy. too, but jazz, more jazz, straight up jazz. But yeah, the that style and that whole... It was like a renaissance uh, time, definitely, for that. And you said it was a Nouveau Garda. I would probably guess that, what, that means the new guard, maybe. Exactly, yeah, the yeah. Young Cats. This track that I'm about to talk to, uh, man, it shows kind of his more psychedelic nature, which you hear a little bit of in his music, but in my opinion, man, this is one of his you know super psychedelic tunes, especially when you kind of look at the lyrics and it's hard to kind of translate stuff exactly in his Portuguese, but from what I see, super psychedelic stuff. And we're talking about the song, Erare Humanum Est. So when I was doing my research, immediately I just kind of thought it was Portuguese as well, even though it doesn't look Portuguese. When you look back at it, it's obviously Latin. So the name of the song in Latin, basically um, translates to to be human is to err and the song is super trippy it basically questions why man looks up to the sky and says I want to um, explore space and he you know he explicitly says like are we the first people that have been on this planet or been in the world or do we come from a bigger cosmic heritage? Some really beautiful stuff, man. Uh, the song starts out uh, super traditional sounding, and then it kind of gets you know vamped up, and uh, the echo vibes and the distortion kind of comes in, and it's uh, it's super beautiful and trippy. And uh, as he's thinking about this whole creation and space thing, he asks. As we go up into space, are we gods or are we astronauts? And his conclusion at the end of the song, which I think is fucking amazing and beautiful, is that we are god astronauts. We are both as we go up into space. And it makes sense because this album again came out right when uh, both America and the Soviet Union were exploring space and you know the idea of going into space was no longer um, an idea it was a reality and here we have Jorge Ben you know jumping on a, a kind of psychedelic uh, MPB track hashing it out the most beautiful thing is uh, at the end of the song as he's really vibing out literally the last lines are 10 9 8 7 and he counts down and the end of the song, we presume, is humanity lifting off into space. Some really uh, esoteric shit going on there, man. So let's check it out. Erare Humanum Est by Mr. Corrib. Nem Deus is 
nem astronautas oh, oh, oh. eram os deuses astronautas nem deuses nem deuses nem deuses nem deuses nem astronautas Stuff, man. So again, let's keep it going international. Talk to me, Brian. What uh, what's some foreign music that you're loving that you've always been into? I want to say uh, one of the reasons why maybe subconsciously I always got that love for music is I grew up in a household that played a lot of music, and a lot of that music was in Spanish. Uh, whether it was Rancheritas, Mr. Vicente Fernandez, or Pedro Infante. Actually, I never told you this, that my a couple of my aunts actually met Vicente Fernandez. They actually went out to his farm out there in Mexico and met him a while back. Bro, are you kidding me? That's like the fucking Mick Jagger of Mexico, bro. I hear that he's pretty uh, welcoming and friendly. A lot of people, he allows fans to just go out there and meet him, hit him up. Uh... Or sometimes listening to the modern stuff, you know, you got your classic Mana and uh, definitely Selena. But both my parents enjoy their music in both Espanol and Inglés. They had a few mutual loves, and one of them was Mr. Marco Antonio Solis, uh, Los Bukis. I have vivid memories still, <laughs> driving. <laughs> to and from Juarez on Saturdays for our weekly grocery haul. My dad blasting this song, Morenita, because he had just bought his uh, this album. <laughs> and that song, Morenita, sounds like this fusion of like marching band drums with some gu- guitars and some great lyrics. Wow. And that's off an album called Inalcanzable. And that was in the mid-90s. So, you know, growing up, I just remember always hearing those Los Bukis and always hearing that voice at Marco Antonio Solis. You know, he's just got this singular voice. Uh, later on, he was with them, I think, for about 20 years, and he left, and he made it big as a solo act. Whenever he comes through places like El Paso, he always sells out. 
and everyone always wants to watch him. He's still making hits. So my choice for music to check out is going to be a song called Si No Te Hubiera Sido, which is uh, just, uh, you know, his romantic goodbye. Think about the that song Crying by Roy Orbison or uh, You Were Always On My Mind by Willie Nelson, you know, just uh, pulling at the heartstrings, but but for Mexico. So it's a, it's a great song. Did you know that he... Uh, he they okay. So your know, classic film that you love that we both love, Coco. He oh. does. Uh, they did the Spanish dubbing of it, and he does the uh, the voice for Ernesto de la Cruz, the uh, the famous musician, the bad guy, the the musician in the history, the the one that yeah is he a bad guy? I don't know if he's a bad guy, but <laughs> he's a fucking bad guy. What do you mean he's not a bad guy? But isn't he isn't he like like the charming charismatic musician? Yeah, uh, that killed a fucking Coco's grandfather. I mean, Mama Coco's husband. The one that the one that is uh, revered but shouldn't be revered. Yeah, so let's check out that song. If you definitely haven't seen Coco, get on it. Classic movie. And in the meantime, here is. My favorite Marco Antonio Solis song, Si no te hubieras ido. Te extraño más que nunca y no sé qué hacer. Despierto y te recuerdo al amanecer. Espera otro día por vivir sin ti El espejo no miente, me veo tan diferente Me haces falta tú La gente pasa y pasa siempre tan igual El ritmo de la vida me parece mal Era tan diferente cuando estabas tú Sí que era diferente cuando estabas tú Pregunta por ti Y no sé dónde está 
gente pasa y pasa siempre tan igual El ritmo de la vida me parece mal Era tan diferente cuando estabas tú Sí que era diferente cuando estabas tú No hay nada más difícil que vivir sin ti Sufriendo en la espera de verte llegar El frío de mi cuerpo pregunta por ti y no sé dónde estás. Si no te hubiera sido sería tan feliz. No hay nada. Such a romantic song. Let's get into some more new music. You're listening to the mid-19th hour. I'm sure you want to check out what new music we got. Staying on topic, Foreign here. Going with the album by their debut, actually. It's a band called Black Country, New Road. Album is called For the First Time. They are from London, I believe. Band made up of seven members. And I like it. It's six tracks long, but they have a lot of ideas. A lot of the songs have different styles that shift within the song. It's a really good album, and this is only their debut, but you can clearly tell that they are nowhere near peaking. So let's check this out. It's a song called Sunglasses. Black Country New Road.
Rose juicing watermelons on the breakfast island, and with frail hands she grips the Nutribullet, and the bite of its blades reminds me of a future that I am in no way part of, and in a wall of photographs, in the downstairs second living room's TV area, I become her father, and complain of mediocre theatre in the daytime, and ice and single malt whiskey at night. Rising skirt hems, lowering IQs and things just aren't built like they used to be. The absolute pinnacle of British engineering. Nice, man, nice. So, uh, for me, the, uh, the next new track, um, Keeping It Foreign, that I gotta release, I gotta show the people, is uh, from the Hudna Orchestra. Um, and let me tell you this, this episode seems to be Afrobeat heavy, not by design. All we wanted to do was keep it, you know, foreign and international, but... It seems to be Afrobeat heavy, and I love it. Fucking, let's keep it rolling. Who in the orchestra? Viva Afrobeat. Mexico, el Cuban son también. Andale. Pero aquí tiene el banda se llama Huna Orchestra desde Tel Aviv. What a crazy place, Israel. A bunch of Jews playing Afrobeat, listening to fella, trying to be the best fucking Afrobeat musicians they can be. And apparently they've been around for a good seven, eight years. Um, so let's hear the track. Gede Yele Telechem by the Huna Orchestra.
One thing we want to talk about for sure, the unfortunate events that our fucking unprepared country just went through this past week. And that's the, uh, the crazy winter storm that grips most of this nation. And more importantly, it like super affected, um, you know, parts of Texas throughout the South. I mean, we're literally speaking about deaths. We're speaking of deaths up into the, you know, nearing 100 right now. And when it's all said and done, there might be more because literally Texas is still digging themselves out. Brian, uh, what do you have to say about this whole situation? It's very surreal when you think about it. It's uh, going to be a week now since we were plunged into this uh, polar vortex. And I think that it shows just amazing irresponsibility by leadership when you have so many people that are either displaced or without food, without water, or in many, many, many tragic cases... Uh, dead because of just complete lack of responsibility accountability and now what's even more sad is you have a bunch of the big oil companies that are making a shitload of profit off many people's unfortunate events when we had it bad here we got some snow which we hadn't gotten in quite a while but i can't imagine having no power no water no groceries it's not acceptable and it obviously shows that we're not number one usa not number one we have a lot of shit that we need to work on and as usual it starts from up top i read that the uh, electric company invested a lot of money 10 years ago to make sure that their their wiring could withstand temperature uh, 10 degrees below zero for a sustained period of time. And we're also not part of that electric grid. Otherwise, we would have been part of those out- outages. It's... Uh, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it's a big... But, I mean, we need to... I, I think it was a very just... Uh, tone deaf when Abbott was was speaking and ta- trying to talk about how the green the green new deal is is the reason uh, that this stuff is happening when something like that isn't even legislature and on top of that that's why we need something like the green new deal so that we can move away from fossil fuels because of things like this that keep happening when disaster strikes this is not just an issue for Texans This is an issue for our entire country. And our whole country needs to come and rally together behind the needs of Texans all across the state. When you have a disaster like this, it can just set people back for years, not just for days. And so we have tragedy in this state. We need to rally around the state. We need to rally federal support for Texans and the state of Texas. And we need to make sure that we make short and long-term policy decisions so that this kind of devastation, preventable devastation, never happens again. No questions are asked. So you come up and you need help, you do not have to prove a damn thing. 
documentado o indocumentado, puedes tener asistencia y puedes tener ayuda aquí en el Houston Food Bank. If you are documented, undocumented, no matter what your income, no matter your housing status, you can get help here, which is one of the reasons why we are so proud to support the Houston Food Bank, because we don't, because we want to help everybody. You need it, we'll be there. That's the New York spirit, that's the Texan spirit, that's the American spirit. All right, man, so we're going to get into, um, again, some new music. You came to the MGH podcast for new music, as always. Um, and again, we're keeping it fucking international. Um, I'm going to go first with my last um, foreign selection. And it's by a uh, an outfit um, pretty much um, headed by a Versailles production or producer, should I say. That goes by the name of Patchworks. Um, he does a ton of work in Africa. And like I said, this uh, episode has been super, super Africa influenced. Um, and he just amazing soul funky producer who uh, you know collabs with all types of different um, African artists. And uh, the cool thing about him is that he sounds very disco, uh, very modern. But he lets the African artists shine and do their thing and give them exposure. Um, so the song I'm going to fucking talk about, this is off the, again, all new tracks. The uh, artist Voila, and that's with two A's at the end. Voila, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> off the album Voci with three eyes. Yes, sir. And the song uh, Woman Can Do. And it's uh, featuring a, a famous Ghanaian artist. Uh, by the name Ayun Suleh and hey man I would like to say I'm a fucking feminist I think Brian is a feminist we're pro women and uh, this song is all about saying yo if your sister can do this if your wife can do this so can mine and if we just give them the fucking give the women the ability to fucking you know persevere we should do it so let's check it out your mother can do, my mother too can do, your wife can do, my wife too can do, your sister can do, my sister too can do, if give the opportunity, if give the opportunity, why can they do it more better? Ha! Uh, the song Women Can Do by uh, Wala featuring Ayune Sule. Talk to me, Brian. 
Give me a last international pick for new music. Hell yeah, man. Great worldly choices so far. I'm going to close it out with a rapper from the UK. Goes by the name of Slow Tie. You heard of him, Nick? Yeah, I, uh, I was checking that out last week. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't see anything. I um, initially like, uh, you know, was enhanced by. But you know, got to get it a listen. What should I listen to? Tell me. This is his second album. I kind of enjoyed his first album a little bit more, but this one is definitely a little bit more disjointed i guess you could say the first one has a more clear flow but one of my favorite tracks on the new one is called feel away it features james blake and mount kimby they each land hand on the uh, production and the vocals and i believe that it's a song dedicated to uh, his brother slow ties brother that uh, he had lost i think it was a dedication but I like it because it showcases how he's got these uh, dynamic roles where he can be a little bit softer. And let's check that out. Feel Away by Slow Time. We don't go on dates. We went our separate ways. And we don't conversate. She said I'm playing games. She said she feels trapped. Stuck up in this fucking maze. How you been? I've been better than yesterday And it was just a day You know I don't complain Standing in the rain Soaking wet Trying to demonstrate That I don't feel a way I never hesitate What's on your mind? Can you say What you thinking, babe? I'm too sure for my pockets No, that's bollocks Walking through my mind It's a forest Don't get lost again Said you want a cottage With a fireplace Sitting by the fire With marshmallows in a chocolate fake you felt low, I took you higher than the north from Mariah And still you got the cheek to even try and call me liar One up, one up in the oven, trying to trap me in my wire Put a baby in your stomach if that's what you desire Desire, 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 desire Suddenly the half a man I used to be But truthfully in half a bitch you couldn't be it's not you, so I guess it's me It's not you, so I guess it's me Suddenly I'm half a man I used to be But truthfully in half a bitch you couldn't be It's not you, so I guess it's me This time out This time out This time out This time out this time I'll have one hand free This has nothing to do with me I leave the dent in my car
being off like bitch you couldn't be It's not you, so I guess it's me It's not you, so I guess it's me Suddenly no half a man I used to be But truthfully in half a bitch you couldn't be It's not you, so I guess it's me Alright man, so that was the UK Zone Slow Tie. That's a dope ass track, man. He's an up and coming artist for sure. Um, I just want to say thank you to our listeners. If you made it this far, you're badass. We love y'all. Keep listening. Um, as always, we want to let you know where you can catch us at um, on Twitter Midnight Genius and the number one. Alright, check it out Midnight Genius number one. Um, Brian. Talk to him about the blog. blog. Yeah, for sure. We got a blog. Got new content from Mr. Nick himself on there. And that is midnightgeniushour.blogspot.com. Check us out. Like Nick said, thanks for listening to us. And hopefully we got some more great episodes. And drop us a line. Share your thoughts, your concerns. Hell yeah, man. So from the resident genius themselves... We like to say have a great week. We love y'all. Peace. Peace out.